everyone, and welcome to the Able Voices Podcast. I'm Dr. Rhoda Bernard, Founding Managing Director of the Berkeley Institute for Accessible Arts Education, and I am proud to present this podcast featuring disabled artists and arts educators. We are inviting artists with disabilities to be guest hosts for the Able Voices Podcast. Today's guest host is singer and songwriter Alex James. Alex James is a 25-year-old experienced singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and teacher from the Northeast of England. Alex lives with the rare genetic muscle-wasting condition, Duchenne muscular dystrophy, DMD for short. And although he was diagnosed with this fatal condition at the young age of four, his determination remains undefeated and he continues to defy the odds. After graduating university with a BA honors degree and master's degree in music and completing a teacher training course to the highest level, Alex took the band he developed during his master's degree and created the one and only DMD-fronted alternative rock band known as Alex James, based in the Northeast of England. In the past few years, he has written three successful singles, which are left as a legacy for generations to come. Luckily, there is more music and performances coming from Alex very soon, and he looks forward to sharing his experiences as the next guest host of our podcast. Hello and welcome back. This is your host, Alex James, back with another episode of the Able Voices podcast. If you tuned into the previous episode, you will know that I am the singer, songwriter and guitarist in the wheelchair-fronted alternative rock band, Alex James living with Duchenne muscular dystrophy. And I am here to enlighten you with this trilogy of episodes where I guest host the show and interview a selection of talented disabled artists slash musicians who share their experiences in music and life. In today's episode, the second episode of our trilogy, I will be interviewing Sanjeev Mann from Scotland, an extremely talented content creator and a good friend of mine who also lives with Duchenne muscular dystrophy. And although we live with the same condition, we both share very different experiences in music. So let's not delay this any further and introduce the guest of our show, Sanjeev Mann. Hello, Sanjeev. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah, very good, thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, no worries. I'm glad I could be here. No worries. So I'll quickly introduce you, Sanjeev. So... Sanjeev Mann is a content creator, typically raising awareness about disability issues and music. He's currently working as a freelancer with various companies like Drake Music Scotland, BBC Social, and the record label Invaze, and also runs Hip Hop Scotland, a platform for local hip hop influenced artists. He is also a music producer under the stage name Superman on the Beat, and is known for collaborating and producing tracks with a number of local artists infused with hip-hop-inspired beats with a twist. So Sanjeev, clearly you are extremely passionate about producing music and raising awareness around disability in music. But we'd like to know, or I'd like to know, when did this passion ignite and how did you end up where you are today? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like with music... I don't have any background in music, really, uh, like yeah. by like school or anything like that. So I was always into music, uh, like growing up. It was always something that mm-hmm. like was on in the house. Um, like my mum and dad were into it. My brother was into it. So um, I guess that's where it stemmed from. 
um, especially like in terms of hip hop. I like I always liked hip hop, but it wasn't like the first genre that I was really into. So at school, it was kind of like metal and rock mostly um, is what I was into. But I kind of slowly got into hip hop through like a few of my friends and stuff like that. Um, and that's kind of how I slowly got into it. But in terms of like production, like it's literally just lockdown. It was kind of like my little lockdown hobby. So um, in 2020? So, yeah, 2020 it would have been. So obviously lockdown, like we had a lot of time on our hands. So mm-hmm. I just thought I'd try something that I'd kind of always wanted to try out, which was making beats. And I feel like the thing that was kind of stopping me before that was the fact that obviously the physical limitations of Duchenne, mentally, yeah. I couldn't really play any instruments. But then I guess I kind of realised that like, you don't necessarily need instruments with a DAW. Like, you can use a DAW, you can make beats, you can do all sorts like with a DAW. So I think that kind of really opened my eyes, the fact that, yeah, you can make anything without playing an instrument necessarily. Yeah, so exactly I guess that's that. kind of how... It sort of influenced the type of music I made, I guess. So that's kind of why I guess I started with hip-hop beats as well was because like a lot of hip hop is kind of built on sampling so it felt like a, a good accessible place to start with making beats like without an instrument I guess and then mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of what I realised I was sort of good at it <laughs> so I had a year for I feel like yeah I've kind of got an ear for it because I'm not like, like musically trained so I haven't really got a background in, like, but you kind of use your influencers you use your influencers to, to kind of guide you and inspire you yeah, exactly. So just like the fact that I listened to so much different music, I think it really helped. Like kind of, I don't really have a barrier to my sound. So like I'm kind of open to most. So you kind of keep an open, an open mind. And I think like maybe not knowing too much theory in a way, because it's kind of meant that I don't have any barriers. And I just sort of go by ear. So I guess there's a, maybe as a benefit as well to not maybe being like trained, I guess. Yeah, so you've definitely um, come a long way. Um, so <laughs> your influence has kind of inspired you to take an open approach to music where you experiment yeah. with different beats. You're always doing it. Um, but yeah, so moving on. As individuals with Douche Muscular Dystrophy, there are many challenges and obstacles that we face on a daily basis. And obviously, I think we can both relate as someone with a disability that there is many challenges and obstacles that we do face but can you tell us about your experiences as an artist with a disability and how do you overcome these challenges and obstacles yeah um so yeah like at the start i feel like the main obstacle was obviously like the fact that i couldn't play an instrument so like that got yeah, kind yeah. of limited me beforehand and kind of made me think that I yeah like really physical limitation so i guess that's one um, and I guess I sort of got around that by just realising that, like, Dawes literally could do anything. Like, yeah. you can make a heavy metal song with a dog. And, like, <laughs> yeah, you can make things sound as if they're, like, real instruments and stuff like that as well, which is pretty And how cool. do you do that? Do you use any specialist equipment? or? So, like, I feel like mostly because a lot of my stuff is sampled. So I yeah. can kind of bring that feel. And also, like, tap-up producers like Jay Diller, kind of perfected the whole using a like a door but then kind of making it sound as if yeah. it's a real instrument so kind of making it feel a bit offbeat and a bit like so mm. it sort of moves around so I guess like 
learning that you can do things like that as well was really kind of eye-opening. But I like at that point, I guess, because I wasn't performing, so I didn't, there wasn't really that that limitation that kind of comes from that. And like that's when I started to sort of realise, like coming out of lockdown, and um, starting to do like DJ sets and like the local scene. And that's kind of yeah. when I realised that access is like a really big, yeah, um, yeah, a really big issue in terms of venues. So yeah, and I believe but, you've got a petition up, haven't you, um, to improve like accessibility across. Um, venues and stuff for performers. Yeah, so I actually launched a petition in January there um, asking the UK government to provide funding to make venues fully accessible. So I launched that to kind of get a bit of awareness and it's had a lot of like sort of media attention up here, um, which is good and kind of more, I just, I guess the aim was just to make people realise that there is a problem here. And I think it sort of did that and it raised a lot of awareness. Um, although, like, in terms of, like, the amount of signatures, I think the fact that I think we're on about a 1,000 now kind of shows that there's still a long way to go, the fact that... Yeah, exactly, really yeah, I agree. The, the kind of signatures that we were aiming for. And also, like, we didn't really get any support from, like, bigger artists or bigger venues, like, at all. Like, they didn't yeah, really well. share it or anything, so. Kind of just shows how far we need yeah. to go. But. So that's definitely a challenging obstacle yeah. that we're facing at the moment as performers um, in the UK and Scotland. Um, and we're kind of trying to overcome these through the petitions, through raising awareness. But people aren't realising until, obviously, they're in the situation themselves. <laughs> they have no reason to think about it. Mm-hmm. Or if they don't, they know people. So we're kind of overcoming it by raising awareness, aren't we? It's quite interesting though because I feel like everybody at some stage will get old, and that like everybody at some stage will need some sort of extra access needs. So like, yeah, it's just strange that people aren't really a lot of people that don't maybe know anybody with a disability or aren't the same with themselves. Maybe just think, kind of just ignore it. It's so hard to like, yeah, yeah, get people to be interested in something that. Doesn't necessarily impact them. Get what I mean? Yeah, so I think that's a bit of an herbalist, herbalist thing. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. but I think some people just don't know. So it's really interesting hearing about all your experiences as a content creator with a disability and the experiences you've you've been through. So could you tell us how you continue to learn and improve as an artist today? Yeah. So like, I guess the ways. I guess yeah, because as I said, like I don't really have a a trained like music background so I guess like yeah, learning yeah. more about like music theory and how it can like help help with making like my own sound I guess so I guess it's that and yeah just sort of focusing on finding my own sound that is like unique and I think that has become a lot easier just because how varied my influences are and I guess that's why my beats like are kind of unique and you don't really hear and that other beats like it, so I guess that they, that's that was the aim. The kind of long yeah, had a great just, yeah. just to stand out, yeah. So I guess that's kind of so you kind of develop like a lot of beats. Um, obviously I've heard a lot of them, and they do they are very unique sounding. So obviously by doing those beats like every day, as you said, you like try and produce a beat at least once a day. Yeah, um, that's quite helpful to improve, mm-hmm. is it? 
Yeah, I think a lot of times it's all about like the grind, like the daily grind. Like it's not you're not just gonna get there. Like you need to put you really need to put the work in, especially in music. Like if you want to get to that level, you need to put the hard work in. Exactly. Um, so like making beats every like we're about three years of kind of averaged about a beat a week and like you can hear the difference. Like every beat is just slowly improving and I'm learning new things and implementing different things. Um Mm. Yeah, I think my music, like, at the moment, I guess I've kind of started to find the spot where I've kind of built my own sound and just, like, incorporating kind of all the genres that I, I really enjoy. So that's, like, my old school hip-hop, modern hip-hop, um, as well as, like, elements of metal as well. Because um, mm. also I've always been into metal, so I've tried to, like, incorporate metal and everything. And also, like, kind of, like, my upbringing. So, like, my mum's always had, like, Indian stuff on, like Bhangra or Bollywood stuff in the house. Okay, yeah. Um, nice. So, like, there's always that little bit of influence with, like, the tabla percussion, especially, which I use quite a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like I'm sort of finding my, my kind of sound with these different sounds. So. The sweet spot. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, obviously, on the stage, you're known as Superman on the beat. Mm-hmm. And are always actively releasing tracks, I've noticed. Obviously, I follow you on Spotify, and obviously you release some great tracks with a lot of artists. So could you tell us a bit about your most recent work and what you're currently working on? Yeah. Um, as you said, like I do release quite a lot of music, pretty much like one or two tracks a sort of month, I would say, at this mm, point. Yeah. So I guess, like, I guess just because, like... <laughs> I've, I've kind of got so many sounds and influences, so, like, a yeah. lot of my music sort of jumps around. But I kind of decided to, like, just embrace it and not try and, like, hold it back and kind of just go down one genre, I guess. Um, so I decided just to embrace it and just, like, go for it. So I was just like, yeah, I like all these genres. I'm not, it's what I love doing, so I'm not going to try and just go down hip-hop or go down rock or yeah, whatever. Yeah, man. So, yeah, uh, recent releases. I think my last one was Blood Tears, which was yeah. heavy, yeah, like proper heavy metal. Yeah, uh, metal really um, good sound. So, I kind of call it like met- trap metal. Um, so, it's okay. kind of like modern like hip hop. trap. Almost, yeah. And I've got like, I guess I really, like enjoy, I really enjoy working with so many different types of artists. So, like, one day it could be like, a metal artist, like a guy that screams, for example, on Blood Tears, or um, I've got other tracks which are just kind of like hard rap, and then other tracks are working with like R&B artists, so I guess that's kind of what I've been doing at the moment, is just trying to, I guess, go into other scenes, like apart from just like hip-hop and rap. Yeah, so um, you're trying to broaden try, the horizon. I guess I'm just trying to like broaden into other scenes, um, like yeah. in Scotland as well, and yeah, just try to work with, like, to me, like, collaboration is so important. Um, and I just feel like, yeah, that's kind of why I've kind of got to the stage as well, is because, like, I'm just open to collaborating, like, with anybody that wants to collab. And, like, I'm act- I'll actively, like, message people and, like, try and collab and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of where my music is at, at the moment. But, yeah, I've also got, like, a, I recently got, like, a weekly studio slot in okay, Glasgow, yeah. which has been really good just to like get artists to like come and record vocals and stuff. Um, oh, so yeah, so you get really... them to come down and and kind of 
create music. Yeah, so that's kind of made my output go up a lot more. Yeah. But I guess what's quite unique is that, like, as a producer, like, producers kind of don't usually release music, like, in their own right, sort of thing, like, as an artist themselves. Um, yeah. Usually kind of, like, try and, like, sell beats. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I decided to kind of go down this route. It's a bit different, but... Like, I just wanted to try and get my name out of there a bit more. So yeah. I kind of work on clubs and, like, I really wanted, like, keep the rights to all my music and I wanted, like, my name to be attached to, like, all the music I put out. Um, so I've kind yeah. of kept by that and it seems to have been, like, working out right now. Um, or, like, more people yeah, are definitely hearing about is. me. So, I guess, yeah. yeah. Obviously, relating to collaboration, we're working on something as two individuals with Duchenne muscular dystrophy um, from very different backgrounds of music. So that's going to be quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like that would be a, a really big moment because I feel like something that does drive me is the fact that there isn't enough same musicians as a whole. And like, there's literally, I don't really know anyone to share apart from like, yourself. Yeah, the um, odd couple, yeah. And I think it's an issue that like, there just isn't enough role models, so like there just isn't enough people to look up to as a disabled person mm. um, and everything, um, especially music. So I think that collab will be a really big moment for like the kind of to shared community and also like yeah, they'll definitely inspire like the next generation. Um, yeah. So I think come forward and do music. Like they don't exactly. need an, they don't need an education, but they also can go down that education route if they want to. Um, yeah. It's really open. Obviously, my way, I felt it really built my confidence because of uni and stuff. Um, mm. But obviously, you built your confidence different ways. So really, it depends on the individual. So I was going to say, is there a track that you, you would like um, the listeners to hear? Um, obviously, I've heard Me Corazon, which is oh, quite yeah. a Spanish vibe. It's um, kind of like a pop Spanish vibe, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you want the listeners to hear that one, Me Corazon. Yeah, I think we'll go for that. It's probably the more yeah, like, yeah. kind of mainstream friendly one. Yeah, so I definitely. Probably, I, I, I really, really do like that. it. So. <laughs> right, we'll play it now. This is Me Carries On by Superman on the Beat. So why you gotta leave me on my own? I've been counting down the days for you to come on home. Cause I need you, my love. Me Corazon. So why you gotta leave me on my own? I've been counting down the days for you to come on home. Cause I need you, my love, Nicola Thorne. She took a flight to the other side of the earth, not really. But the way she made me hurt got me feeling those feelings. I know we've been here before. So that was Me Carries On by Superman on the Beat. And was there anyone else on that track? It was the, it was the um, rapper. Yeah, the vocalist uh, was a guy that I've been working with called um, Random Brown Kid. So I actually okay. just found him like about a year ago. Nice. Um, I just really wanted to kind of collab as well. Um, and I guess it kind of shows the sort of variety that I could go from like pop to like metal. Like yeah, it's really, month, it's so. like a summery vibe, isn't it? It's like a Spanishy summer vibe. 
Yeah, I definitely Almost. asked about that sort of yeah. chill vibes. And, and then you go from that to Blood Tears, which is like the the trap metal, did you say it was called? Yeah, yeah, trap yeah, metal. Yeah. So you've gone you've gone to like the variety is like insane because you've gone from a soft Spanishy summary song yeah. to like Blood Tears. Yeah, yeah. Um I guess a lot like of artists would probably like try and kind of like try to stick to one genre, but Yeah, which I do. I think a lot, a lot of artists do that. But I just kind of feel like it would have been too difficult for me, just because. I feel like you have that like ability. You have that ability to be open, though, because uh, the style you really can slither into different, um, yeah. from death metal to classical music, if you wanted to. I think it's also kind of easier, like as a producer, to jump around sounds rather than like for an artist like that kind of builds a fan base, and maybe it's not hard to switch up so much. Um, yeah. But, so yeah, it's quite interesting listening to your music. Um, obviously, being someone with Duchenne muscular dystrophy as well, we kind of relate, but we're very different people. If you know what I mean. Obviously, everyone yeah. with Duchenne muscular dystrophy is very different, aren't they, with the abilities? But it is good to like represent the disabled community, and um, especially all the way over in the United States, who we are representing today. So it's good to hear from Scotland. Yeah. Which yeah. is part of the UK still. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Still, um, yeah. There's, there's yeah. no misunderstanding to the anyone listening from the States. So to finish off, Sanjeev, I just wanted to ask, what advice would you give to your younger self as an artist? Um my younger self as an artist or just generally? Maybe in general, like in if general. you went back if you went back in time and you were gonna tell yourself some of the things that were going to happen now. Yeah. What would you do to try and pick yourself up? Like, what would what advice would you give you yeah. yourself? I feel like just, like, stick to it and just try and be yourself. I think yeah. that's one of the hardest things for anybody to do. Just Yeah, definitely agree. To find themselves and, like, just find, find you and don't put a filter on yourself and just be you and it'll be good. Like, it'll be good in the end just to be you and do what makes you happy and it'll come around eventually like if you if you put the work in and you enjoy what you're doing then yeah eventually it's going to come good so yeah just yeah. remind yourself that it always comes good I guess and just to finish again something else what advice would you want to pass on to other inspiring artists with a disability so anything else you wanted to add yeah I feel like just like don't don't put yourself down because I feel like a lot of people yeah, struggle yeah. with that. Like, negativity and stuff. Yeah, I feel like I negativity, just if you're negative, it just never, it doesn't really work out. And I feel like yeah. for me, like manifesting is quite a big part of kind of how I've gotten to where I am as well, because I've just sort of remained confident in my own ability. Mm. Um, I just sort of had aims, and like manifesting the aims and just having that positive mindset. It's so powerful for anybody just to get to where they want to be, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So really you're saying keep true to yourself and keep positive and keep pushing on as an artist, whatever genre you're doing, whatever path you're taking, just stay true. So thank you so much for being on the show, Sanjeev. It's been an honour. I've really enjoyed it, really enjoyed it. I was going to say, do you want to share your socials with the, the listeners so they can keep yeah. up to date with all things Sanjeev? Yeah, sure. Uh, always good to get a little plug in. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you can follow me on uh, 
Instagram and Twitter is Ask Superman with two ends. Spotify is Superman on the beat with two ends. Um, and also TikTok, which I've started to use as well, um, is Superman on the beat. So, yeah, that's where they can catch up with everything with me as well. And also the platform I run, which is hiphop.scotland um, on social media. So people can keep up to the hip-hop scene in Scotland, see what's happening up here. So, yeah. Wow, yeah. If people want to come from the States over to Scotland, they'll be that way. And any yeah. any, any um, artists want to come over from the States to collaborate with Sanjay? Yeah, exactly. Superman on the beat, come across. Yeah. Give them a ring. Looking, Give them a bell. Looking for, uh, anyone who's looking to like, do a show over here, then yeah, let me know, because we kind of did quite a lot of shows. So yeah, We like the Americans, don't we? We like yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially in hip-hop, we like... Exactly, yeah. (laughs) So, thank you again for listening to the Able Voices podcast. This has been your host, Alec James, and I will see you in the next one. Thanks and goodbye. Able Voices is a production of the Berkeley Institute for Accessible Arts Education. Led by me, Dr. Rhoda Bernard, the Founding Managing Director. It is produced by Daniel Martinez del Campo. The intro music is by Kai Levin, and our closing song is by Sebastian Batista. Kai and Sebastian are students in the Arts Education Programs at the Berkeley Institute for Accessible Arts Education. If you would like to learn more about our work, find us online at berkeley.edu slash B-I-A-A-E or email us at B-I-A-A-E at Berkeley, that's L-E-E dot E-D-U.